What's yeah. going on, people? It's your girl, Simply Bree. And of course, in the seat again, just joining us, filling in for our Coco Puff master himself, we have the fifth Beatle. That's right. Shout out to Billy Preston. Okay, right. I guess I'll have to explain to folks. So, Billy Preston was a uh, a legendary keyboardist. He actually toured with Ray Charles. He got so good at the keyboard, Ray yeah. Charles would let him play his own solos. That's his show. You know, Ray Charles is known for keyboard wow. work. He befriended okay. the Beatles over there in Europe, and on their last album, they needed a keyboardist, and he just had to put well, happened to pull up in the studio, uh -huh. and he helped them do their whole album for free, and they gave him his first record deal. For free, free ninety nine. Yeah, because he was the homie. So he came in and said, "We need a keyboardist," and they like, and then actually in the documentary, it was like, "Yo, he just pulled up. He never asked us about money or anything." And they actually gave him his first record deal. Listen, that's what it's about. Sometimes, you know, yeah. if you just do someone a fair one and just put it out there, like you're not even looking for anything in return. You're just trying to bless somebody else. You tend to have a lot of good stuff happen to you in return. And low key, that record is fire. See? See what I mean? So um, tonight we are talking about... Um, eliminating uh, stigmas in black relationships. Um, so, you know, what, not even just stigmas, but just issues overall in black relationships. What's the problem? What What's going on? What's going on with you people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's today's topic. So I guess we can just go ahead and I'm just so frustrated. Like, I figure, like, why can't we just get it together? Is it really that hard? Pause. <laughs> that's sometimes that's the problem. You know what? We're going to go ahead and kick off the show, and then we'll come back with my rant. <laughs> So, full warning, um, it is storming outside right now, so uh -oh. if I get choppy or anything like that, uh, count it up to the storm, okay? The weather. Yeah, the weather is not too good right now. All right. Um, so, yeah, tonight's topic is eliminating stigmas in Black relationships, but before we actually get to that, as we mm -hmm. do with um, all of our... Uh, episodes. I stopped writing these things down because um, <laughs> it's just so many of them. It's so many yeah. of them. But fun animal facts, okay? So I'm going to try to go ahead and list them off. And yeah. before I even do that, I want to say thank you to all of those listeners who have downloaded the episode. If you've come back and played this after the live, you want to try to come on Wednesdays starting at 8 p.m. where we actually, you can see us face-to-face. -face. Like, we in your living room. We we right here. We, we connecting with you. You don't want to miss it. You get to see our facial expressions. Um, but most importantly, you get to actually engage with us. So if you are watching this live, drop something in the chat box. Let us know who's watching us so we can shout you out. Make sure that you are liking this video. Make sure that you are subscribing and 
making sure that you at least have a notepad because we're going to drop some tips. We're going to we're going to get it all out in the open today. We're talking about eliminating stigmas in black relationships. So before we get into that, oh, my gosh, let me see if I can like list off all of the freaking thing. OK, I have my list. Hey, Cam. Cam, Cam, Cam. Welcome, Hein. All right, so this is going to uh, catch you guys up with all of the animal fun facts. RG, really? RG says RG is here. Okay, that's cool. Number one was turkeys sleep in trees. And if you watched the first episode where we started doing this segment, you will know that the Cocoa Puff himself, a Cocoa Puff master himself, Alan Newman Jr., is afraid to have a turkey fall on him from a tree. Number two, did you not know that, RG? I say how. There's too many in, wrapped in plastic that they ain't falling on trees fast enough. They too, there's too many wrapped in plastic. Listen, if they fall from a tree, those things are heavy because they're heavy when they're frozen. So yeah. Mm. Um, number th- number two, lioness need the D twenty times <laughs> a day. Okay, That's the most times a day. And if the male lion is on soft, she will nibble on its head to get him back up and aroused, and then she will jump on it. <laughs> jump on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number three, female ferrets die if they don't get sex during heat. Oh, wow. Rest in peace to the ferrets that just died today. Um, I would hate to be a ferret and go out like that. Like, you going out because you ain't getting no D? Hey, quick, do it to me, huh? It's you're going to save my life. <laughs> my bones <laughs> stiffening up, literally, pause. Um, number That's the four, problem. There was none stiffening There was up. no stiff bones. That's number four, porcupines. Okay, so the male porcupines will fight for the attention of the female porcupine in order to mate with her. The winner of the two male porcupines will then proceed over to the female porcupine and urinate on her. That is right. He will R. Kelly her. And Fun fact, they will not get 25 years in prison either. That as well. That as well. And people will not boycott your music. Nope. So. Um, for some odd reason, when the porcupine gets urinated on, it stimulates her and she lifts up her quills and lets him in. Okay. Number five, dolphins only use half of their brain at one time while the other half is asleep. Uh Okay. So don't come back as a dolphin and be trying to multitask because it's not going to work. You're going to drown, dude. You're gonna drown. You're gonna be the first, the first undersea creature to drown. Well, you know, they still have to breathe oxygen, though. That's the crazy part about dolphins. They still breathe oxygen, though. I don't want to be a dolphin. Numbers. Who wants to be a sea world? That sucks. Right, clapping. Oh, wait, no, those are seals. Well, dolphins clap too, right? Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. Um, number six, dolphins use puffer fish to get high. Yep. Very I was going to swim to sea, then I got high. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like that. that's exactly what happened. Um, number seven, kangaroos. Female kangaroos have three vaginas. You heard me. Three vaginas. They can only, um, you know, have 
the sperm go up one, but the egg is going, or the baby koala, I'm koala. If a koala is coming out of a kangaroo, we got problems. Oh boy, talk about natural selection just took a turn, buddy. Whoa. I said if the baby koala. Hey, now think about it. People get mad about dating outside their race. How about species, buddy? Dating outside your species. species. I can imagine that one. Like, imagine a koala trying to jump up on a kangaroo. Like, Wow. Or a, or a giraffe. Who is wow. out here slaying a giraffe other than a giraffe? That takes higher than giraffe's ass to a whole nother level. Literally. Mm. What else is tall like a giraffe that can, can hang? Literally. Actually, I'll be careful. It might knock you out. For those of you who are just tuning in, we're going down the list of animal fun facts and we just came up with the whole interbreeding uh, animals. That's what um, we do. A giraffe and, well, first I said a koala bear and a kangaroo. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that came from. Um, if you have just joined the chat, please drop us a message. Let us know who's in here so that we can shout you out on the episode. Um, number eight, octopus have three hearts and nine brains. Three hearts and nine brains. That's a lot going on for an octopus. And according to um, Kiki last week, she was saying how, like, if one goes out, they all don't Lights work. out. Yes. I was like, dang. So ain't no backup plan. You either no. we all together or we all go down. Mm, pause. Mm. Um, all right. And then number nine, koala's fingerprints are so close to um, or, so, or similar to being identical to human prints that they can actually be mistaken at a crime scene. Mm -hmm. So if you got to put in work. That's where I got koalas and, and kangaroos mating. That's where it came from. That's right. Okay. That is um, truly a crime scene. That mm, Yes. Mm. So now we are going to go ahead and go to Mr. RG's animal fun fact for today. What do you got for us, sir? Ma'am. Did you know that crocodiles cannot stick out their tongue? <laughs> what? Yeah, crocodiles cannot stick out their tongues. I was like, word? I mean, word? why would they stick out their tongue, though? I don't know. If I had, like, a million teeth in my mouth, I probably wouldn't do it either. But oh, and I got, oh. you know, I already got one more, though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Let's, let's, okay. What, what's the other one? Pop quiz. What's the only mammal that can fly? A mammal? Mm, I give up. A bat, son. Bats are the only mammals that fly. Oh, what? Okay, I got one for you. Mm. Um, Bonus. Uh, hold on, I'm writing this down because I will not remember this um, next week. This list is getting mad long, too. So... From my understanding, mm -hmm. bats can only fly from a hanging stationary type of position. So they have to be really? hanging from something in order to fly, like launch off. So if so, you knock a bat down to the floor, they're toast. He's done. Wow. So ain't no emergency landings. You got to nail the, you got to stick the landing. You better hold on to a time. limb upside down. Pause. I'm just saying. Oh, what if they're hanging from the giraffe? Uh, wow. 
Okay, so yeah, so that's really cool. Bats are the only mammals that can fly. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Okay, so you guys make sure that you remember this for next week. Bats are the only mammals that can fly. Um, we will have RG discuss or bring up this point once again um, throughout the show for those of you who are just tuning in. If you're just coming in, uh, definitely drop your comments in the chat so that we know who is here. What do you think about the animal fun facts? Do you have an uh, animal fun fact of your own that you would like for us to actually bring up? If you do, put that in the chat. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and give you your 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 props because um, I like these. I always I feel like I learn something new every time. Sir. Yes, ma'am. What is wrong with us? What's the we, problem? Why do we... We just human. We ain't perfect. We just human like everybody else. Right. But, okay, so going into tonight's topic, eliminating stigmas in black relationships. So I did mm-hmm. post this on Instagram. Uh, he I, said, what network? And I asked the audience and the viewers to give us some examples, give us some things that, um, some stigmas that are found within the Black relationships or the Black community. And it doesn't have to be ones that you can personally relate to, but just, you know, give us some insight. Um, And so one of them was, um, let me get to it. One of them was that, and I'm assuming that they're talking about Black women, Black women are too loud. Wow. Really? Too loud. So... Let's talk about that. How do you feel about that, RG? No, because I know a lot of Riley people. So we just in general. Like, but to just say black women are loud is like, mm, nah. Now I will give them the credit for being most expressive when pissed off. Mm-hmm. That's facts. But right. as far as being just loud in general, nah. So I have the the interesting thing, right? Um, and I'm going to put it in the banner. Um, the interesting thing is why is it when it comes to the black woman and they're always comparing, they say black women are too loud, especially when they're upset, but then they call, uh, women of Latin descent spicy. She's hot. (laughs) She's spicy, real spicy. Oh, she's spicy. Man, that's so questionable in so many levels of culture. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. So you're either angry, angry or black or your food. What the hell is going on with your language out here, folks? Like, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I don't get it, though. Like, to me, so it's never a matter of figuring out why is the black woman loud or why is she angry? Like, why do we have to have the uh, angry black woman thing? And I've had an experience myself that I've, I've spoken about several times on the platforms where I had a guy, an African man, tell me not to be an angry black woman after he offended me. And I had every right to be angry. But he said, no, no, don't don't be an angry black woman. Was he trying what? to get jiggy with it? Like, um... like like next uh, Friday, shut up. Friday the next. I would not get jiggy with it. It just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. Um, 
you know, so we have to, I feel like we have to, a lot of the times we have to look at what happened beforehand, what led to this actually occurring. Um, I can tell you, we don't like cat calls. Like don't, Hey baby, me, they don't, Hey yo, Hey ma, like we're dogs. We don't like that. We're women treat us like women. Like, and, and it's almost like common sense, but why do we have to say it? Well, because our culture is marketed but devalued. They like the way we kick it. They just don't like us. So, And I'm talking about just society in general. So don't get offended. Mm-hmm. If you feel offended, you might be feeling it. But that's in here and there. But people like the African-American culture. They like to emulate it. They just don't like the people. So when we actually do the things that identify ourselves as who we are, we become like a parody of ourselves to right. be mocked versus actually be respected for the trailblazers that we are. Right. So it's almost like we're held on a pedestal of perfection. We can't express emotions or you're not supposed to express emotions. If so, then it can come off as being aggressive. Um, it's it's kind of like you're celebrated because of who you are, but don't be yourself. Right. Because that offends us and scares us. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's like uh, a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like you have, and I was literally having this conversation this week with one of my um, homegirls. And I was like, you know, I feel like a lot of the guys that I come across, I'm too strong. And it's like you take a step back and you kind of figure out why would one consider you too strong or what makes you too strong? Please and then you look me. at the I fact. I never understood that. What, what makes a woman too strong? Because I never understood that concept. I really never it, did it's almost as if you have to put your emotions on the back burner. You can't express your feelings. You can't allow things to bother you. You have to be emotionally intelligent and uh, intellectually intelligent. You have to be well-educated. You ha- It's like all of these expectations that are put on women while at the same time, you also have to be submissive. You have to be open to change. Um, you have to um, dumb it down sometimes because if you're too educated, um, then you can come off as intimidating. It's like it's a lot to have to balance as a woman, as a black woman. And if we flip it the other way, they're telling most of the guys that you need to be rigid, be very stern, very strong. You're not supposed to show emotions. So we all out here confused. <sighs> And not showing emotions. Right. So, it, and it doesn't, it's not fair. It's not fair. Um, it, I feel like it sets, it sets both parties up for failure. Where a man, you're not supposed to um, show your feelings. But as a woman, a black woman, I want to know how you feel. I want to know if you're upset so that I can correct it if I can. Sometimes, because that's how we are, we want to fix. Sometimes we understand that it's not meant for us to try to fix anything, but rather just be there and support and comfort you. Uh, Hey, Serene. Hello. Be there and comfort you. That's it. Not actually fix anything. 
Facts, facts. So, right. when we say that phrase, so there became Karens for a reason, right? So, mm-hmm. can we now put that moniker on our um, Peller um, homies out there in these streets? Because they'd be out here wilding and acting crazy and being loud too. Just asking the question. Who, but who's going to check them? Because ah. don't nobody want to be checked. Ah, but everybody wants to point the finger, but no one wants to be held accountable. Got it. Hmm. So, just like the question says, are black women too loud? Are black men too quiet? Too passive? Are you not sticking up for black women when we need you the most? Like what? Or is it a fear that if you say something, you're going to be looked at in a negative light or your freedom can be jeopardized? I think it's a... It's a combination of a lot of things. I don't think it's just a one magic bullet, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason why I say that is because you have situations where when you do come to someone's defense, automatically they become the attacker to you. And you're like, well, I seen the guy punch you in the face. I just want to bring up the fight. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, or just as simple as, oh, don't be all in my business. You know, it do it gets like that. So you don't know how people are cut sometimes, whether they look like you or don't look like you. So you have to be really cautious when approaching people nowadays, just in general. And right. that's that's not even race specific because you never know how somebody's cut. You right. know, you call yourself changing somebody's flat tire, and next thing you know, you catching the fade or shot or yeah. whatever. You know, just trying to do something and be a decent human being. So sometimes like it sucks because we almost have to dehumanize ourselves to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just like I feel like women that are loud, and I'll say women that are loud, that's a protection mechanism. Because, right. oh, please, leave me alone is not going to make that mother sucker stop bothering you. Sometimes you might be like, look, dog, back up off me. Right. Sometimes you have to match the intensity that's being thrown at you because some people will try to intimidate you because they think that you ain't got the heat because you got different parts from that. Right. So sometimes yeah. that's just women protecting themselves or people right. protecting themselves in general. So Yeah. No, I agree. that I do feel like when you're more stern in your tone, um, it will give someone the idea that you may be able to defend yourself. Right. I may not be able to knock her out. Even though you have some people that's just going to try anyways. Right. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's a back away. Like, leave me alone. Because right. if I say, leave me alone, oh no, that ain't who's that working for? That may work for the puppy. Yes. So, now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are, are black men holding black men accountable when it comes to the way that they treat their women? It just depends on the circumstances, man. It really depends on the circumstances. Um, For example, you up in the club, you see the guy smack his girl. You say, hey, dog, don't do that. Next you know, you either, you get hit in the head with a bottle. You might be catching a fade. The mm-hmm. chick might get up in your face. Right. So you have to be really selective when you address people, when you try to speak up for other folks. Yeah. Just in general. Um, Like right now, I have a family that's large. If they out there fighting, I'm going to shut my door. Because you already know, you call yourself breaking up a family fight, they're now fighting you. 
Right. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all work that out. Just don't break down in my yard. Mm. For I'm those of you that. who are uh, just joining us, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we are talking about eliminating stigmas in Black relationships. Uh, Serene says, I think our volume needs to be accepted as norm and not as intimidation. Facts. Yes. That's facts. Yes. Right but you before know what it is. And we were mentioning how, you know, it's almost like they put us Black women on a certain pedestal where uh, you have to be strong. You have to be emotionless uh, and not be so girly and soft and pink. Um, you have to be well-educated. You have to be basically a cookie-cutter model um, to bear children and be able to cook in, a, in the kitchen itself. Um, but at the same time, you have to be submissive. Uh, you can't be uh, too aggressive. Um, you have to tone it down uh, and still be girly. Um, and I mean, it's just it's so many different things that kind of conflict and go against one another where it's just like it's a ball of confusion. Yeah. You're not getting nothing done with all those mixed thoughts. No. Um, just to um, take Miss Miss Harris's um, thought a little bit further, it's like a lot of cats, they don't respect your voice. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, I know you're hearing me, but why are you not responding? Why do you feel like you still can treat me a certain way? And that's where upset that's where frustration comes in so right. you may not even want to be loud but when you stay not being heard it will re invoke a response that everybody didn't want to hear right yeah i agree with you and that's just human that. nature that ain't about being an angry black woman or anything like man people stop get tired of not being heard and that's when it jumps off <laughs> yes. that's why we have riots that's why yes. people fight yes so the interesting thing when do when do women usually pop off? When can you imagine in a relationship? When does a woman pop off to her man? It just depends on the girl. Okay, some, so to me, a woman will pop off on her dude when she's been saying the same thing over and over and over again. Like if I say. I don't like how you disrespect me in public or don't talk to me like that in front of my peoples. Mm -hmm. And you still talk to me in front of my peoples. You disrespect me. After a while, we go from being soft and pink and nice to motherfucker. Did you not hear what the fuck I said? Like, because now it's like I'm talking to myself. And the last thing that a woman wants to do is feel like she has to now talk to her man like he's a child because he's not uh, respecting. He's not standing clear of boundaries. You know, but when you get into relationships. Can I, can I just say one thing? So mm -hmm. if you find yourself constantly in that situation, why are you still there? Because only thing that does is that escalates. I'm not saying you don't have the right to say what you're saying because you're 100% mm -hmm. right. I'm with you. But if you find yourself in a situation where you're constantly being disrespected, you don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I would say I would say that. That's one. Number mm -hmm. two, most people do not take well to criticism. So all it's going to do is escalate and become something worse. So you got to take that into account. Defend yourself, but you need to have an exit plan because it ain't going to get no better. 
especially when someone feels like they can blatantly just be out there like that to the point where you have to raise your voice. Okay. But at what point in life do we stop running? Because we can't avoid conflict. We can't avoid confrontation just because someone doesn't take well to it. Well, to criticism doesn't mean that you still can't check them or there's not going to be a point in time where you would have to correct their behavior. Here's where here's where I would I would differ in the wording, right? No one, we shouldn't be checking each other because I'm an adult, you're an adult. We should be able to communicate and agree to disagree. I'm not saying that shit happens, mm-hmm. but technically, we should be like, "Yo, dog, you tripping?" Blah blah. blah. But if you get us up with somebody's face, trying to treat them like a kid, it's not going to go well because you're taking their aggression and putting it back on aggression, which means it gets worse. It's escalation. Right. That's what I mean by that. If you feel like you're like, yo, you got, if you feel like you're gonna do one, you got a mush. Like, yo, dog, it, it might be, might be time to bounce. Time to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gonna get worse. Yeah, I'm not saying y'all can't have words, y'all can't get a loud, but when you get to the right, you know, that, yeah. Dog. So Serene says, <laughs> I really you know hate saying? doing it, but when we're pushed to that point, it's hard to prevent the clapback. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, and it sure. doesn't even necessarily mean having to get physical. Yeah. But that's just an example of what will cause a woman to just get tired is when we have to constantly say something to you about something. And it, it doesn't have to be violence. It can just be a chore or a, a task around the house. If I'm working and you're working, but we have kids and I have to come home and take care of the kids and make dinner at least can you help me make sure the house is clean? Like, at some point, you would hope and feel that your significant other is going to help you without you having to say anything. The last thing we want to do is have to ask you, can you do this? We just want you to want to help without being Mm -hmm. told or being asked because we're not children. And yeah, we're adults, but adults don't adult too well. Oh, no, 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 no. We're all a bunch of big-ass kids. That's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Kiki says that my ex popped off on me one time in a drunken rage. I left and never looked back. That was for yeah. his safety because uh, we, games, we don't play that. That's for his safety. She saved him. Right. <laughs> um, and Serene says, uh, right, and this has happened at work as well. At yeah. work? Listen. They'll try you, you at work. To- Listen, sometimes people get comfortable at work and they think they know you. They don't know the Serene Serene. They know the Serene Harris. So when you got to pull someone to the side and say, listen, right? Um, Stop asking me to do that when you know that's not my job. That's your job. Stop asking me. And then you give them the, okay. Yeah, you have to you have to check people at work as well because people at work don't know boundaries sometimes, and they can be disrespectful and not even. Can you be disrespectful and not be aware of it? Yeah, when you don't care about the people around you. Yeah, so I have people who operate in that space where they just be like, "Ah, I'm gonna say what I want," and if they care, they care. They don't, they don't. And sometimes it's because nobody ever said anything to them before, so uh-huh. they just think they're oh well. Or nobody no, else ever said anything to me. Or there's no consequences. Yes. Mm. 
So what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick commercial break. Thank you for those who just tuned in. Drop something in the comment box so that we know you're here. Uh, make sure that you guys are liking this episode. Make sure you're subscribing and definitely engaging in the conversation. Let us know. Answer these questions as well, uh, and we'll post your answers up. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we return, we will pick up where we left off, which the question now is, do Black women have too much attitude? Think I don't know, I like the attitude. That. I don't even like your attitude right now. You trip. You know what? I don't care if you don't like my attitude because that's your fault. Uh, commercial. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl P with P's Intuition here on the He Said What Network. Join me each and every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time for your spiritual guidance, spiritual clarity, and intuitive oracle reading. All right, see y'all. Peace. All right, so we are back. You guys have tuned into He Said What? With your girl Simply Bree and our wonderful guest host, the man himself. RG, the fifth beetle. The fifth beetle. You guys don't know about this beetle, but that's him right there. That's right. So Kiki says, oh boy, I was considered, um, you went, okay, itch. I was about to sing UNITY, I don't know why, um, at work because people unity. would try me. Patient or coworker, I made sure uh, the set, oh, I made sure to set them straight. So, okay. And I'm sure they looked at you like, who the hell does she think she is? And now that falls into tonight's question of, um, do black women have uh, too much attitude? So let's go ahead and actually figure out what is considered too much attitude. Um, I would define it as you go to McDonald's and they happen to put too much. Well, they never get your order right, so you shouldn't ever be mad, Brie. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But for some people, they go to McDonald's and they may put what they perceive as too much tartar sauce in their sandwich. And someone's going to be like, hey, fam, can you make my sandwich? You put too much tartar sauce. Hey, what's this? And they throw it at them, and they just act <laughs> all extra for, right. two, for a damn sandwich. Right. That's a little bit too much attitude mm. for some fries. You know what I'm saying? It's, to me, it's a little too much. Okay, okay. so you know? using a judgment call on a level of positivity that you're expressing. Yeah. Or uh, they bump you, you and say, excuse you. Okay. Oh, I got a good. I got a good one. Kiki says people aren't used to getting a, re a reality check. That's why people are how they are now, men and women. I agree with you wholeheartedly, sister. Okay. People, I hear so much at work that um, people up north are rude. They hate people. People down south. They really don't care too much for those from up north because they say that they're rude. They have attitudes. And um, it, well, listen, it's we true. rock differently, okay? So all my northerners, listen, I'm from Connecticut, born and raised. It's just we so. move different, though. Because when I was down south in school, people would speak to me. I'm like, just instinctively, like, oh, hey. And it took yeah. me a couple of weeks to get into, hey, how you doing? So I was like, Man. so. I feel like it's a defense yeah. mechanism because mm -hmm. up north, when people speak to you and they don't know you, it's like, what do you want? Like, what? Not like, Back. what do you want? But what are your intentions? Like, are right. you trying to sneak me or something? Like, what do you what do you really want? 
Um, and so that's just how it is. You don't speak to people that you don't know. But in the right. South, it's the complete opposite where you speak to people that you don't know because if you don't, you're considered rude and you ain't got no manners. In the North, we got the good night. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's really it. Um, so I think that it's just a misunderstanding there um, between cultures. Um, do black women have too much attitude? Those who are watching live, go ahead and drop in the box. What do you think about that question? Do black women have too much attitude? One thing that I hate, I hate, I hate when Not someone- Not the access finger, I hate. Yes, Serene, CT with Southern Roots. I hate when someone tries to imitate- a black woman, and then, cause girl, I know that's right. There's so many jokes that will leave right there on the table. <laughs> There's so many. Jokes. Oh my goodness, it's like that's not how we all are, but that's how we're perceived. But remember what I went back to earlier: parody. They want to take our mannerisms, our responses, and they want to make a joke out of it and entertain themselves at our expense. Mm -hmm. And that's where I say they like entertaining themselves with our culture. They just don't like us. But then what do we do when it's us talking about us and us saying that we have too much attitude, a.k.a. when we have black men that say, oh, uh, you're an angry black woman. Why you got to... Here's, here's the line, and I'm sure a lot of ladies can actually attest to hearing this before. Why you look so angry? Why you look so mad? I and I know it's the pickup line. Exactly. But, but still, I mean, you if, if we're supposed to be helping the culture, how are we helping the culture when you're basically setting us back by following suit of any other ethnicity? Yes, go ahead, RG. I have a feeling. Stop falling for it because you might get mad, but it's about seven or eight of them probably fell for that and they got the number. Stop falling for it. Yes. <laughs> okay, ladies, you hear that? Stop, Stop falling, falling for, for the why you look so angry. Smile beautiful. That's the pickup line. Stop falling for it. That's the open door to how you doing today? What's your name? Where you from? I ain't mad, but you look mad, and then that's when the conversation starts. Okay. Icebreaker. But it's Stop. stupid, and it's stupid. But it works, though. Kiki said, I, <laughs> Kiki said, because I am mad. Get on my face. Yes. Like, look, right? So let's do ratio, right? Okay. If you go, just like bat, just like baseball, right? You, you you go to the plate 10 times. You hit. You only get three hits. You're not a good batter. But if you get five to six hits out of 10 tries, you're batting 60%, 70%. So, yeah, so I think I just found the the thirty percent that's gonna walk away. Like you, Kiki, and Erica, y'all walking away. But remember, yeah. there's seven of y'all mother suckers that's gonna be like, "Oh, I ain't mad. Why you say that?" And then that's the when the conversation starts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what hey, saying? Erica. Right. Huh. Okay. So, so the four of y'all ain't having it, but six of y'all is. So that's just right. Now, mm-hmm. are black women too black? And I'm not going to say it's really black men. And are we too black? And when I say too black, because I know it's a struggle. It's a struggle bus down here in Atlanta, right? So you they're not too fond, depending on where you are in Georgia. They may not be too fond of wigs or they may not be too fond of having natural hair or they may not be too fond of your hair being short. Or they may not be too fond of long, straight hair because it looks so European. So I don't, 
I don't know. And that is exactly, Traxy Serene, what is too black? Because you know what? One thing, that is the worst stereotype of all, thinking we all live and act the same. My God. As a, as a young person, people used to tell me I sounded white because I used proper English. Right. Like, if you see where I grew up at, you'd know that I'm very white. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, so I don't even know how to even de- quantify that. I feel like that's just uh, another one of those parodies. What's right. too black? Right. So I could be Afrocentric black man. I could be a corporate black man. I could be a normal black dude. I could be a dude on the block. And yeah. we all have different walks of life and we all kick it some different way. We just happen to have the same shade. Yeah. So I don't even know what that even means to be too black. Well, that was definitely one of them that was submitted by one of our viewers. And I understand it. I'm, you know. No, I've heard okay, it before because so I've been accused of not being black enough. <laughs> that too. Um, I feel like, yeah, not being black enough. We can use that one too because you have those people who you're vegan. You wear crystals. Your hair is either in locks or dreads, whichever word you prefer. Ooh, ooh, um, you didn't go to jail. You didn't go to jail. You grow your own fruits and vegetables, and you drink sea moss. Mm-hmm. Um, your child is homeschooled. Oh, you listen to rock and roll music. You don't listen to the latest rap song. Or, or you listen to reggae roots. Oh, um, you attend all of the black festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, you you believe that black women um are the goddesses and the, the the earth. Yep. Um, you call Santa Claus all types of European names. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how to. I don't even know how to define it because, um, like we all know. Our culture is diverse. We all grew up in different places. We all find our own way to kick it in our own way. Right. So it's like, yeah. Kiki got a point. She says the not being black enough crap is usually said by blacks who love to feed into the negative stereotypes. Facts. You got a point there, Kiki. All right. Next one. Are black people too strong? No, I believe we are losing our strength and we're not strong enough because we don't unify. Yeah. So we're not as strong as we need to be. Mm-hmm. Because of those little naggy little things right there, we can't unify because you like energy beads and I like reggae. That should not be the reason why we should not be brother and sister and unify to make sure we're all strong together. Right. But we you let know- little bullshit things like that keep us apart. So we're not strong enough, in my opinion. Right. I feel like we're we're getting to the point where you have half of us that are woke and the other half are asleep. And so those who are woke are calling those who are asleep the sheeps and all of this stuff. It's like we're finding ways instead of uplifting one another, we're putting one another down. So all of this work that we can be doing as a black culture is just like you're building bricks and knocking bricks down all at once. So we're really not getting it. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Like you're mad at me because I didn't march today, but who else is going to bail you out of jail? I was at work, fool. Right. <laughs> we all can't be marching, dog. Somebody got to go to the frame plant and work. Right. Someone has to figure out another way to get the message across because you know what? Marching doesn't solve everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes marching can actually um, add to the problem. So what else can we do besides marching? What are, and this is, this is something that 
I really hate to, to talk about on any of these shows because I strongly, strongly, strongly feel it. But my thing is, we have something bad happen in the Black community. The first thing we do is we go outside and we start marching. But what are you doing in your own Black community before any of this popped off? What are you doing? How are you sewing into your community? It didn't work in the 60s. You know what they got in the 60s? Water hoses, dogs, and ass beatings. It didn't work in the 60s, and it sure as hell ain't working in 2021 and 2022. Right. And, and then when said event goes by, guess who's not going to be marching? Guess who's not going to be worried about the injustice for the black community? A lot of those people that was marching. They were just marching for the trend. They was marching so that they can go ahead and take their selfies and do their TikToks and make their signs. But what? how are you pouring into the community? Are you pulling little black boys and little black girls to the side when you see them doing some foul stuff that can get them hurt? Are you pulling them to the side and talking to them? I wait. Good point. That's facts. That's facts. So like, um, yeah, I talked to a little. You know what I mean, I like in moderation because parents be crazy. But you know, you see a little kid out there cursing like Abraham. Real, real young men don't need to curse to get their right. point across. Uh, Serene says I agree with him, but I think we're getting better. That's okay. true. But Being you know, we're just taking the, the dark of side our of mental force. health and physical health. Very important. Right. Yes. Um, Marie says that is another stereotype that doesn't apply to anyone. And it also feeds into the, I do need help when it comes to mental, emotional, et cetera, help. Um, and then Marie says, breathe that part. No one is doing the actual work until it, until it's is at the front, their door? front door. Yes. Until yeah. they are literally impacted by something because the police have done something to a family member or, um, gangs have done something to a family. When it affects you directly, then it's okay. Now we got to do something. Yeah. But what a listen, y'all ain't about to have me go off. Not today. Not today, Satan. Not no, because you're not an angry black woman. I am not an angry. <laughs> and someone can look at me and be like, you know, that's why you're single. That's why you ain't got no man because you got too much to say. Well, a lot of people mistake passion for anger because yes. they don't understand the difference between being just mad at a mother and having passion for something that really inspires you. Right. And that's people not having the mental capacity to understand or have empathy for other people's feelings. Right. Yeah. So get some help. That's it. That part. Kiki says, in general, we are brainwashed. We can march all day and blame white people all day. But until we really see our flaws, nothing ain't changing. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Kiki? We have a problem holding ourselves accountable. It's yeah. funny because... The black man can say that the black women need to hold themselves accountable. The black woman can say the black man needs to hold himself accountable. Uh-huh. But nobody's holding themselves accountable. Nobody's saying, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. I messed up. Um, I will work on that. I will do better. No one's even stepping up to the plate and apologizing for their wrongs. Everyone, I won't say everyone, a lot of people are so strong in the head that you can't get to them. You can't say nothing to them. You can't. Like, they, they're they not even ready to sit down and have a conversation to understand. Well, Pac said the best. Everybody loves to point the finger. You know what I mean? He made a whole song about it. That's right. Well, and, we'll, and we'll recite the lyrics, but still not listen to the message. 
Yes, Kiki, acknowledging is the first step. And then Serene says, it's hard to look in the mirror. Yes, that is. It, it is very hard. It's very hard. But you know what? When you get when you get into the habit of doing it, it becomes easier. It's just a matter of you have to start somewhere. Like, especially if you have children, because what message is that saying is that sending to the children? Like, RG, if I see you um, say something, you know, um, to a woman and I don't say, RG, that was that was wrong. Like that was you ain't have to do that. If I don't even begin to have that conversation so that, you know, oh, shoot, maybe what I did was wrong. If I just laugh it off, <laughs> you crazy. <That> boy, wow. <laughs> yeah, then you're going to think it's OK and you're going to continue the same behavior in the same thing. We have to get comfortable holding one another accountable as well as ourselves. You can't be like, oh, you wrong, RG. You shouldn't have did that. But I know I'm doing it too. Well, I look at it like this. Um, we are reaching the level of desensitivity that I've never before seen ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the line is being blurred between what's foul and what's this, what's that and what's this. And then everything goes now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I said to your Facebook, I can hop on the Twitter feed and talk all type of mad shit every single Twitter day. Twitter fingers. Twitter yes. fingers all day. Yes. But I would never say it to your face. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the line is getting blurred about stuff like that. And that's one thing I I dislike about this new information age. Yes, is, that will make you part of the problem. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ms. Gaines. Yes. You know what's the interesting thing? Um, and we can actually go into um, the last um, one, unless you have one as well that you wanted to... Did you? No, no. We covered mine like about... Um, you know, be, not being black enough or being too black. Right. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> um, too opinionated. And the interesting thing, I feel like a lot of people, when Kevin Samuels was alive, right, a lot of people had issues with what he had to say and how he had to say it. And I could not understand for the life of me. I loved him. I loved, I loved what he talked about. I loved the messages. Um, I found it entertaining, if anything. But what I didn't understand is how people could get so bent out of shape based on somebody else's opinion. Like, how do you... Okay, hold on, hold on. How do you (laughs) allow someone who doesn't know you, they only know what you tell them, to get you so worked up or even what he tells somebody else to get you so worked up to the point where you hate them. Like anytime I would talk to a guy and they'd be like, Oh, Oh, what do you think about Kevin Samuels? Hmm? (laughs) I love love what he got to say. Really? And it's just as simple as I like the message. I take what is applicable and I push to decide what's not. I know at the end of the day, he's not talking to me. So why am I going to get worked up? Yes, Archie. Self-deprecating behavior, personalizing mm-hmm. things that make you respond, even if it does not belong to you. The same way someone will listen to a rap song and feel like they need to carry a Glock and they've never held a gun in their life. People need to separate 
the parts that are for them and keep all the BS to the side. I never had a problem with Kevin Samuels. I think some of the stuff he said was kind of spot on, but he said a lot of bullshit. He said a yeah. Lot of bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. but you just gotta know when to turn it off. And if it makes you that upset, you know it's an easy fix for that. Don't watch. Just don't it. watch it. X. Just. I, I never understood that. People say it should be banned. He should be ran out of the paint. No. Don't watch it. Just watch stop it. watching. Stop. But they can't stop. Yes. Kiki says, we are too opinionated about the wrong crap. Yes. Mm. Um, but it's like what was discussed earlier. Some people you can't talk to. They don't want to hear about themselves. So they want to fight. Yes. I agree a thousand percent. Marie says, I think the main thing is we haven't been heard, especially since most, if not all, of our works have been stolen or misused for someone else's personal gain. Right. I could see that. that. I could see that. But I, we haven't been heard. Sometimes a lot of us ain't saying shit. Well, sometimes we're just not saying nothing. We ain't saying nothing worth listening to. Like, or... They're just just talking in circles. Like, okay, one thing that I personally, me personally, mm-hmm. what one thing that I don't like, right, is when I'm talking to someone and you can tell that they can only go a certain level within the intellectual discussion, and you ask them to elaborate, and they can't. I'm saying a lot though, of people are you know I mean? reciting someone else's stuff. You know what Pac said about that? You know, these are random oh, stuff. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> what did Pac say? He said, Holly, hear me. Word. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm He says, I didn't care for Kevin Samuels, but I didn't agree with the people cheering about his death. That's just wrong. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That was just very wrong. You know, the interesting thing was a lot of people who didn't like him all felt like they could go up there and change his mind and prove him wrong, and you just became another character on the show. I was like, yo, you know he's going to dog you. You came in, you know he likes a woman of a certain height, certain size, certain amount of kids and all this yeah. stuff, and you checked off none of the stuff <laughs> on that list. <laughs> You're just a female, that's it. You're, he's going to dunk on you. He's going to punch you over and over again, and then when you call yourself talking crazy, he's going to cut you off. That's it, and he's going to play the 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 cats and the violin, and yeah. But that's what. A, but see, he's a wrestling heel, though. That's what the bad guy does. He gets you riled up and makes you tune in for more. Right. It's genius. That's what wrestling heels do. Yeah. They may go out there and slap a baby or slap the popcorn out of your hand. They'll beat the hell out of the good guy. And then you'll come back to see when he finally gets to come up. Because you want to see who shuts him down. So but, you want someone to shut yeah, him down. Yeah, but this villain owned the camera. So he just yes. shut you down before you got your words. <laughs> right. And who's going to get owned on their own show? Like, I'm you're going you right to cut him off before it gets to that yeah, point. You come on Simply Sports or he said what? He's going to cut you off. Like, that's it. Take you down. Yeah. So um, are black people too opinionated? Nah, because we stay not being heard. Um, we only become opinionated when people don't like what the hell we're saying. <laughs> yeah, then we gonna make you. Um, you gonna hear what we got to say? Yeah, you too opinionated. Well, I I, I still want that raise. <laughs> so I still got some more to say. Yeah, I still got more to say. You know what? We 
we say more when, yeah, I can agree with Maurice now. We say more when we feel like you're not listening to what it is that we're trying to say, especially if you're brushing it off. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. The last thing that you want to do is make someone of any Black ethnicity feel like what they're saying is irrelevant. Right. I say, what? Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I mean, I appreciate all of you guys, men, ladies, those who interacted with us. Okay, that's it. Yeah, Maurice said that's all he was trying to say. Okay. No, no, we're with you, though. You got yeah, facts, we so. got you. We got you. Um, so make sure you guys stop what you're doing right now. Click the like button on this episode. Let us know your favorite part. What was your favorite stigma that we listed? So, I'm gonna go back over them very quickly. Yes, actually, you oh, shouldn't like any of them. <laughs> That's your I mean, stigma. you know, I mean, this is part of the discussion. Shut up. <laughs> you shouldn't like any so, of them. <laughs> first one was: Are black women too loud? Then um, we have: Do black women have too much attitude? Are black women too black? Um, are black people too strong? And then last was: Are black people too opinionated? If there's any of those that you'd like for us to elaborate in another episode um, a little deep, deeper, then go ahead and put that in the comments on the video. But make sure that you're liking this episode. And then make sure you're also subscribing to this channel and telling a friend to tell a friend. Next time you come back next Wednesday, bring a friend with you. Before we wrap up this episode, we, of course, have to go back to RG's <laughs> animal fun fact for Today, sir, please let us know what the animal fun All fact right. is. My Mac screen almost went dark there. Okay. <laughs> Crocodiles cannot stick out their tongue. <laughs> that sounds crazy to me. It sounds. It really does. I but cannot. You got a thousand teeth. You may not want to stick out your tongue. Yeah, I, I don't. Crocodile cannot stick out his tongue. Yep. And oh. last but not least. Oh, and then the bats. There yep. was a bats one. Bats are the only mammals that can fly. There you go. That's your educational portion for tonight. Don't say that we've never sat here and tried to educate you great people. We love you. We love the fact that you've tuned in with us. Uh, Make sure that you follow the network on IG. It's He Said What Network. We will follow you back. Jump in the DMs. Let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll definitely do that. Do not slide. Yeah, do not slide. Run. Um, RG, sir, let the great people know how can they reach out to you and what you got going on. Thank you very much. This is RG, co-host of Simply Sports with my sister Bree and one Mike. You can catch us every Monday on YouTube. Also on the He Said, um, excuse me, Sim, was it He Said Sports? I got he it. He Said What Sports. Thank you. He Said What Sports Network. Um, also catch me on Moon Man Moves on Instagram with my brother Ezel Moon. Content all over the place. My Mac is going to overheat because I have so much work on backlog. <laughs> so look for a lot of stuff from my personal channel. And um, if you want to talk to me about any of the shows, our games I on Instagram, best way to reach me. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir, for rocking with us tonight. And um Next week we will have the Cocoa Puff Master rejoining yeah. us. Um I guess I will go now. You guys can follow me on Instagram. Ouch, hit my Where's the close-up? Um, close there we go. On Instagram, yeah. uh, Simply Bree, so it's underscore S-I-M-P-L-E-E, B as in boy, R-E-E. 
um, or just look me up on online on Google and um, reach out to me. Let me know what you like about the show. If you want to be a guest on the show, whether you are female or male, we love to have you on and get your opinion. So please do not be shy. I actually have conversations with uh, my viewers and listeners. Um, Stay tuned for the show rundown. It's going to let you know what all we have going on and how you can support the network. I really, really, really love the fact that you guys um, came in, you interacted. Shout out to Serene, Joanne, Erica, Kim, Kiki, um, Maurice. Maurice. Shout out to everyone that came in, checked in. We really Erica. appreciate you guys. Oh. I say Erica. I thought I said Erica. I was, I was just going through the list to make sure we didn't miss nobody because they're all oh. important. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ronnie Credit Lab Podcast. Yes, Ronnie. You guys will see more about his show in the rundown. So, without further ado, um, make sure you come back next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m., same time, same channel. And um, until then, you know, you guys have a good evening and we love you. Bye. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Network. Please make sure that you are subscribing, clicking the notification bell and making sure that you are tuned in each and every show as we continue to bring you nothing but the best content. Shows start on Sunday with Let's Connect with Peace Intuition, 11.30 a.m. until 12 p.m. Mondays, we have The Simply Sports Show with your host, RG, and one mic. Show starts 8 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays, you are in the Credit Lab podcast with your host, Ronnie Francois, starting at 6 p.m. And Wednesdays, the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree and Alan M. Newman Jr. Show starts from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. For more information, visit www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com. Join us as we bridge the gap in communication between Black men and women.